Today's show is brought to you by Honey. Honey is a free browser add-on that automatically applies the best available discounts to your online shopping carts. It's free and easy to use. Just go to joinhoney.com slash real to download it today. I was going to say, and I think one thing that really stands out um, that Jeff has really taught me really is that it's not like we're on this pedestal and we're like, come follow me or look at me, but we're, the Lord has like given us um, a specific space to glorify him and we get to serve people. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things, and maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. How's it going, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about faith, culture, and answer your questions. Today's going to be a special episode because we're just answering your questions, but hopefully we talk about faith and culture. <laughs> Did you um, just have coffee? You're talking so fast. Well, that's just, that's just like in my DNA. I know. Guys, we're so excited. We're actually together I know, guys, on a podcast. You tell us. I, I think everyone has really enjoyed the kind of the little series we've done with you. You interviewed a lot of women. Um, we did a couple special episodes, so I think people really enjoyed that, but hopefully you guys want both of us back. We thought it'd be fun to just pop on yeah. back, say we're both here, have it's a totally. little fun. And so just to give you guys a couple heads up, so in October and November, I got some really cool stuff planned uh, and some cool ideas. Uh, it's because? Gonna well, my new book right Woo. yeah to hell with the hustle super stoked for that thank you all you guys who have pre-ordered if you don't know make sure to go to to hell with the hustle book.com uh, if you have pre-ordered and get all your freebies so anyone who pre-orders i think we give away like three chapters that you can start reading today <clears throat> we give away like a pdf ebook i wrote that's like 10 10 tips to de-hustle your life um some lock screen some other cool things some video interviews and it's really cool and really cool a bunch of extra value you know just for getting a ten dollar book on amazon or whatever so um, yeah, to hell with the hustle book.com. That's where you can go turn in your receipt. So if you have pre-ordered, make sure to take advantage of those. I want all you guys to, if you're getting the book, might as well get all the free stuff. Uh, <laughs> but it's been fun to hear your guys' thoughts. And then, yeah, we're going to do a special series and some really cool content, a little deeper dive and special, uh, October, November. Um, really so, fun series. Yes. But that in, you yes, did. yeah. Mm-hmm. But before then, well, then there's some other stuff there. Yeah. That was not what I was talking about, but that's another oh, thing. Well, so that's like, bonus I'm on bonus so on bonus. I'm so excited right? for it. Yeah. 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 Chopping at the bit. Yeah. And let me just say, I read the book. Oh, well, I mean, Jeff already knows this, but guys, it's so good. I loved it. It was so encouraging. Yeah, it actually meant a lot. You read it. Very prophetic. Like it, it's really, really good. So I'm excited for you guys Thanks, to get it and for it to finally come out October 14th, right? Yes. Or, or 15th. 15th. Yeah. 15th. The week of October 14th. But one quick funny story, guys, which is why I said she actually read it. And this is totally like, uh-huh. we'll get, this makes sense. Like I would do the same thing because we're married you to each do other. do the same thing. Yes. Because we're married to each other. When someone has a project that's like coming out, we don't technically read or watch all of it because we feel like we already have heard it because we've lived with them and they've talked to kind of processed mm-hmm. it for the last two years. This one, I actually didn't do that as much. So that's probably why. So it actually did feel 
cool to actually see you like sitting down reading the book which i don't think i've seen you do that yeah. with previous books because they've I mean, kind of dumped them all on the you. things you were learning and you were like processing it with me but totally yeah not nearly as much and you know i think you wrote it right when lucy was born yeah and then the stories you it's really good i just love it it's very malcolm gladwelly oh okay and um Dreams do so come if you true. guys like that that's <laughs> it's really good all these like stories historical stories yeah that part was really, really fun I feel like I tried to make really cool connections on stories yeah. that really seem out there, but really connect. Well, and it makes you really remember Hopefully. the topic and like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's so much more I could say, totally. but yeah. I just realized too, are we, can you double check we're recording? Hopefully. And you guys can totally hear this on the podcast. We are the seconds counting up. Yeah. Guys, is that the greatest fear ever of like when you're recording and you're like, am I recording? Are well, recording? because are we we've recording? done it before. Yes. We've done a whole podcast so, and it didn't. Yes. Thanks for checking. Okay. So we're going to just jump into it. Um, answer so, your questions. So until we get to that special series, so we just have a couple week flex. We want to answer your guys' questions. We haven't done this in a while and you guys send them in. So we like have a lot. This first one I thought was really good. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts and I can kind of tell which one wants to get asked. I asked these on Twitter, by the way. I can tell which one gets asked by kind of how many people like the question or like hop in and say like, yeah, this one. And this is one of the more popular ones, which I think is funny because, or no, I think it's a great question, but I just think it's interesting that it's like, I don't even know how to explain it, but I'm excited to answer it. So Ashton, <laughs> you asked this question. I thought it was a great one and I did tell you we would answer it. So this one is, what do you think about Christian celebrity culture mm. on social media? Is this a struggle for you guys? How do you remain influential yet humble at the same time? I feel like you'd have more to say on that. No, no, you go first. What do you think? No, no. What, well, no, I actually what do you want mean you to, by celebrity Christian see, I do want, This one I do culture. want you to answer first because I feel like you're so disconnected from this that I actually think you can have a really <laughs> like, good answer. What I does it to be mean? like, are people even on Twitter? I didn't yeah. know. Well, first of all, let's acknowledge the facts. The, the facts of the case are that we are like D minus level, you know, in Christian sphere bubble. Maybe a few people know us. That's basically, so let's acknowledge the facts. Within those facts, though. <laughs> are the, you saying we're not that popular? Well, I just, yeah, I mean, I feel like that that's part of this is I think putting right. it in context. Okay. You know? mm -hmm. There's 7 billion people on the earth and 6.999999999 billion people could have no idea who Jeff and Alyssa is. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> and I like that. But for the 0.000001% that maybe know us or encouraged by our stuff, there is a context for this in our world of following people. I'm doing that in quotes. Influencers. Influencers, the whole world. I get what they're asking. So, okay. but I think you could kind of start talking because I think you're so removed and detached from it in a good, healthy way, just because you kind of go about your real life and I don't even think you realize it. But how, yeah, how does it, how do you feel when someone, you know, comes up and, you know, asks to take a picture or says hi or says, hey, your book really impacted me. This was really cool. Um, knowing that you can maybe communicate or post things online that, you know, 100,000 people will read or respond to. Like, what are some of those? What kind of stands out? How do you, is it a struggle for you? How do you remain influential? Kind of what she was asking. That's good questions. Sure. Okay. So this is vulnerable. Um, okay. Well, first, I don't see myself like I still post things and think, oh, my best friend and my mom will see it. And that's really cool. And so when people come up to me, and they're like, oh, I read your book or I follow you. Um, it's always really humbling because I'm like, wow, people are really um, watching and being encouraged. And it's really encouraging. And I feel like at the same time, it's like, uh, what do you call that? Like feels surreal. Like, mm. Lord, I feel like I'm just following you and posting things, but you're doing all the work. Like you're the yeah. one that's encouraging them. You're the one that's using it. And so, um, but it is really, really cool when somebody says your book led me to the Lord or your book really helped me through a dark season. Like to be a part of that is, um, there's really nothing sweeter. And so that's really cool. Um, I don't know if this is answering your question. Yeah. Am I? Okay. Um, I was going to say, and I think one thing that really stands out um, that Jeff is really taught me really is that 
it's not like we're on this pedestal and we're like, come follow me or look at me. But we're the Lord has like given us um, a specific space to glorify him and we get to serve people. And so when we go and speak, when we get to go um, be a part of a conference or an event, when we get to hop on a podcast or when we get to post something on Instagram or write a book, it's us serving you guys. And so I think when I think of it like that, I'm reminded, wow, this is so sweet that I get to be a part of the body of Christ. I get to be a part of bringing the kingdom to earth. I get to be used by the Lord and be his vessel and um, do battle and fight the darkness and I'm serving you. And so having that posture of serving um, really helps me to put things in perspective when um, I do get prideful or when I feel um, self-pity like, oh, I only have so many people following me or I'm not like so-and-so. It's like, wow, Lord, I just get to abide in you, love you, follow you, and you bring the fruit and you use little, like you use the weak things of this yeah. world to glorify you and thank you so for good. using me and I get to serve in this capacity. And I think when you think of it as service, then it like levels out the playing field, yeah. if you can say that, because it's like, wow, when I'm feeding my kids breakfast or when I'm doing laundry or when I'm a bringing a new mom a meal or setting up for church or or am on stage teaching or am on a podcast or I'm at school and I'm having lunch with somebody that's lonely. We're all serving people and we're all doing it um, for the Lord and his glory. And so it's kind of like our spiritual act of worship, whatever the capacity, whatever the calling, whatever the platform, because it is a thing in this culture. It is a thing where we have Instagram and we know how many followers we have and we know how many likes we get. And so it, we really have to protect our hearts and, check our motives um, for why we do the things we do and to not compare ourselves or be insecure because we got so many likes or because so many, not as many people follow me. Like just really thinking it as, thank you Lord for giving me whatever platform that I can serve and um, glorify you. Hey guys, Jeff, you want to take a quick break and tell you about one of this week's sponsors, and that is Zola. You guys know me and Alyssa love Zola. If you don't know Zola, Zola is the wedding company that says they will do anything for love and they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moments in couples' lives even happier. We know we have a lot of couples listening, either in engagement or all different seasons, and Zola is the best. From engagement to wedding and decorating your first home, Zola is there uh, and they are awesome. Now, what they can do is you can join over 500,000 couples who've used Zola, and what they do is they take the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, which are awesome, dream wedding registries and affordable save the dates, invitations, and EDUs easy to use planning tools. You can conveniently manage everything online. I love it. So you, today you can start with a free wedding website. It's easy. It just takes minutes to set up. Uh, I think they have over a hundred different kind of templates and designs to choose from that fit any of any style of any one. They make it easy to personalize uh, an FAQ section you can put on there. You can do all these different things to serve you best, which is why I love it. They make registering also for newlywed life super easy. They have the widest selection of gifts, alternate price points, and you can even put uh, your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details there. It's really, really awesome. So we want to hook you guys up. Basically, what you can do is you can start your free wedding website and also get $50 off your registry on Zola by going to Zola.com slash Jeff and Again, that's Z-O-L-A dot com slash 
Jeff and Alyssa. Yeah, everything you just said, um, I totally say that. I think, yeah, the service part is really huge. Um, I think one thing I would say too is I, <coughs> I think we do overblow it, I guess, of like, I think, yeah, when you realize it at the end of the day, it's not like you're at some level, yes, it's like you either are or you aren't a quote unquote influencer, I guess. Like we would probably kind of know what we mean by that. But, but I was gonna say, but on another, we all exactly. That's 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 what my point. My point is, but at the end of the day, everyone, it's not a yes or no. It's actually a spectrum mm-hmm. that everyone is on a on a scale level of influence. Yeah, that's really what it is. Like everyone, you know, the twelve year old in the middle school, you know, who has no phone and internet connection or whatever, you know, hopefully not, um, is an influencer. Everyone, yeah. I don't even like that word influencer because the baggage attached to it. But I really like the word influence. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's life is a call to influence. Um, and and I think hopefully, we influence people that we don't even know. Yes. So you everyone know? is. I, again, I don't like that word in the traditional sense, but everyone is an influencer mm-hmm. in the in the actual mm-hmm. real definition of that word, yeah. not the like social media way. Um, and has influence that hopefully they're shaping and pointing in a good direction. So I think that's one helpful distinction is think about it as on a spectrum. That's that helps me. Of like, I don't feel that different then mm-hmm. because it's a, there's more. Maybe there's more eyeballs. Maybe there's more focus. Maybe there's more concentration. But it's a spectrum, which means I might just be down here when some people are over here, but we're all on that same line of influence, meaning we all are called to live the same way, influence mm-hmm. the same way, love the same way, and serve the same way. I do think this. I do think it's true, though, that the mo- that there is a, usually a clear connection between like leader and non-leader. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily think just because you have a lot of followers online, you're a leader, but you also yeah. kind of are, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it goes both ways. And so I, we take that really seriously. Me and Alyssa really believe the scriptural vision of like leaders are more accountable. Mm-hmm. Leaders are held to a higher standard. Um, and there's a couple weird things here, right? Like there's a, there's the healthy way. I'll go the unhealthy way first. The unhealthy way where some kind of celebrity culture can be difficult for people like us is when you start to, um, live and breathe and morph yourself into nothing more different than the image of your brand, where mm-hmm. you feel like you have to live to a certain vision of you that people have about you like where you can kind of yeah. back yourself into a corner like and it's so it's like there's jeff bethke and jeff and Alyssa the brand but then there's jeff and Alyssa. now hopefully those are the exact same thing yeah and i think they hopefully are but sometimes and where you see kind of some celebrity culture go celebrity culture go dark is where they feel the pressure of having to keep up the persona yeah but that's maybe not them or they feel like they can't put their guard down whatever and so I think, and here's why, because at the root of all sin, sin dehumanizes and commodifies. Mm-hmm. So dehumanizes, meaning it makes us less than human. And then it commodifies, which kind of makes humans transactions or products. Now, celebrity, social media, influencer culture is both of those. You're dehumanized because the internet naturally dehumanizes no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then you're commodified because mostly the internet is an area of transactions. What can I get out of you? What can I buy? What, I, what can I consume? So both, both those things kind of create a really difficult storm to kind of keep yourself healthy and so i think we do a good job though the two two ways to really mitigate against that is one like have actual real life where it gets really dangerous is where people not only start believing the brand per se that they that they portray but they actually make that the reality right and i see this a lot in the non-christian spheres of like you know where i when i was a youtuber i mean still a youtuber but more when i was more in that culture and some other things like where social media is the full-time gig it's really easy to see that you actually start drawing your identity and your role from that yeah you know, where you actually believe this is who I am and you kind of almost lose your sense of self without that. Well, and I think that's when it can get, um, for lack of a better word, scary because then 
if you lose followers, it feels like it's devastating. An, yeah, it's against or, your identity, not just like losing followers. Or when the trolls come out, it feels devastating. Totally. Or like, and it's devastating regardless because people should not be like that. Yeah. But yeah, when your identity gets wrapped up in it, then it can feel very faulty. Totally. So I just think that's a huge one too. Like that's not reality. And I don't, mm-hmm. we, I, I really like walking the line of like not coming super hard and like it's not reality, it's not real life, but it also is in the sense of like we can use the internet to communicate with people and bless people. And I love what we do and I love how we work and I love what we get to do. So those kind of have to stay in tension. Another thing I would say too is like, do we, I think Ashton, you said, do we struggle with it? Uh, I would say, is it recording? Are you looking again? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would. Can I add one thing? Well, yeah. Let me just finish. Okay. So I think. Um, uh, how do you remain? She said it's a struggle. I would say like, and I don't want this to come across prideful, but I would say I don't feel like we struggle with it anymore. But mainly because I feel like we we ha- it's been put it's been put in its place. Meaning like I feel like we have such a here's another way to put it when you have when you can cultivate and try really hard to to find and cultivate such a strong real community. And real place where people really know who you are and not just like, you know, the parts that get likes and clicks and follows, then I feel like then sometimes the version of that feels cheap if you're going to it for ultimate value. It feels great if you're going to it as like a supplementary place where you can serve people, encourage one another, etc. But if you're going to that for the main thing, if you have real community back home, you kind of realize like, mm-hmm. oh, that mitigates against that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I would say sometimes it is a struggle for me, mm-hmm. not on the identity thing, but sometimes and that's I, more what I was talking about because yeah, there's struggles about it for sure. Yeah. And I don't say... I feel like any anybody struggles with this. All my friends struggle with it. But sometimes I can feel the pressure to post or the pressure yes. that I should be posting about this or saying this when really instead of like listening to what the Lord wants me to post, I'm just like feeling like I need to keep up with other people that I follow. And so mm. I constantly have to be checking my heart. Like, why am I wanting to post that? Um, what to post? And then I think a lot of times like, just I started we started homeschooling and the kids and projects we're doing right now I feel like I just haven't been on social media as much it's hard to keep up and so then part of me like I struggle with feeling guilty like well I should be you know being an influence on there so it is constantly like a daily checking with the Lord like and I think it just I have to create healthy boundaries because um I do get anxious on there and so it, it for me it is a constant checking with the Lord, um, what do you want me to speak, be speaking online? And you don't necessarily, you don't want me to be another da, 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 da. You want me to be me. And so, and I think Rebecca Lyons talks a lot about that. Like sometimes when you lose your voice, you need to, to get away and be quiet so that you gain it back. And so I definitely feel that tension this last year. So I think, yeah, I think any influencer or any person, I think struggles at some level with, um, totally. With their role. Yeah. And a couple more things we'll say. We could honestly do this episode for like four episodes straight. I think. <laughs> this is like half the episode. Yeah. And that's fine. One thing I'll say, a couple things more I'll say actually is, um, yeah, I think we kind of, Alyssa nailed on the head where like when we talked earlier of like one of the best ways to mitigate against the, 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 the false allure and damage of some of the sphere is to make sure you're operating out of a context of service. The gospel clearly says that you have to wash feet, Right. And that you you know, and actually, that's following in the steps of our of Jesus to actually wash feet uh, metaphorically, you know, and hope maybe even you do it in real life, but to lift people up, to serve them, to um, you know, um, bless them, to give, not take. And the internet's the opposite. The internet's consume and take and mine 
Um, so I think that helps mitigate against that. And then another thing I'd say, I don't think you were asking this because you said like, is it a struggle for us and how do we remain, you know, influential while, you know, trying to stay firm and secure. But I would say another thing too is like now us turning the tables and thinking about other people we follow. Um, I think, yeah, I think you also, we're really careful with how, because maybe we're in the sphere, knowing how we interact with other people we follow, right? Like, I think it's really easy to kind of what I said on the, a little bit ago, when you think someone's a brand or just like a, a, a an idea, then we, then you will speak to them very differently, right? Mm-hmm. And so like celebrities, quote unquote, on instant, on social media, our pastors that we follow, megachurch pastors, we, we kind of would say things in the comments that we'd probably never say. Because we're not, we don't think we're talking to them. We think we're talking to like the idea of them or their mm-hmm. brand, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing too. Is like I just think that's something that really helps. This celebrity culture commodifies and dehumanizes both directions. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that I'm always like really mindful of. But hey, guys, I want to tell you about Honey. You know they have sponsored us in the past, and I absolutely love them. Just two seconds ago, I was actually using them on a camera. I'll tell you about in a second. But if you don't know what Honey is, basically, if you ever buy something online, um, they help you with a free browser add-on that finds the best deals online. So the app magically auto-applies the best deal to your cart at checkout. It finds discounts and coupons across 37,000 different sites, Amazon, Sephora, Best Buy, Nordstrom, and more. So you basically get a deal and never miss a deal. I absolutely love them. Uh, I get a lot of camera equipment for work and tech and stuff like that. And the Sony a7S, which is a camera I was just getting, uh, looks to be usually about $2,000. I think it's right now it's $1,998. But what I could do is you can set a watch on Honey to see if it drops below a certain price. And just six days ago, it dropped down to $1,700. It was $1,705 exactly. So almost a savings of $300 just by using uh, Honey. So it's absolutely amazing, guys. It's saved 10 million members, over 10 million members, an average of $28.61. And it saved almost $300 for me right there. So we wanna hook you guys up. So it's uh, free to use, and it's easy to install on your computer with just two clicks. So you can shop with confidence and get all the deals. Just get Honey for free at joinhoney.com real. Again, that's joinhoney.com real. Um, Amy asked a good one. Well, can I say one last thing? Oh, to I knew that? you had something. I Sorry. knew you had some I, notes. I was trying to have him pull up the question again. I will just no. say, I think a lot of times it can be easy to like look at the people you follow that are quote unquote celebrities or have a bigger following and really like, um, what do you call that? Almost think that their life is a fairy tale or that it's yeah. perfect or wow, look how easy they have it or they're always happy or all those things. And we can do that with our friends online too, but just to know that, um, with any influence and any calling comes great like yeah. responsibility Ooh, for like one. That's like a Spider-Man quote. Really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I know it like the back of my hand. But of course, when I'm on the spot, oh. I'm forgetting. It's like with great uh, something comes. Oh, yeah. With, with great power, I think comes great responsibility. Yeah. That's Uncle Ben saying that to Peter. And you had said that about accountability, but it takes it's a lot of responsibility. And yeah. in, any, in walking with the Lord, like the faith you know, the more faithful we are, the more responsibility he gives us. And so just being responsible, but also like all the influencers that I know, and I know us, anyone that has a voice to speak on something, it's because they've been through something really difficult. And so just to be reminded of that, like, I think sometimes you can get online and think that their life is so great or they have it all together and we're hurting, but to know that like God redeems all things and he uses us and because they're speaking on something most likely it's because they've walked through something hard yeah and so just to um, that's a really good point 
so in a way that like and you're kind of watching them in a vacuum like you don't know what they used to speak on 10 years ago or what they went through 10 years ago or like it's such a fragment yeah. online and so you're kind of just like maybe it is a really good season and moment for them oh yeah you know, but, but maybe 10 years ago they yeah, walked yeah. through fire because of it and um and so totally. I, I guess I just say that to like, I think we forget that sometimes. And so, and I think when we remember that we humanize people and then we can honor them better and also um, just be really thankful for their ministry and their yeah. influence because they're using it for good. And yeah. so it's not like they've just, they're famous and like, well, I wish I could be like that. It's yeah. like they've walked through something probably very difficult totally. to get there. Yeah. And, um, that's so, good. anyway. All right, I think we only got time for one more. <laughs> and this one probably even be shorter. But Amy asked a good one. How do you guys, this is a fun couples question. How do you guys determine what are great things to do together as a couple? And what do you prefer doing alone for growth? I.e. like outings or Bible study, quiet time, reflection. So it sounds like she was asking more in the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. which, but I also kind of want to talk about this on any regard. Hobbies, just how, how we're wired. But yeah, how would you say that? So like, how do you, how do we decide what we're going to do, try to do together as like a team and an entity of like, you know, read the Bible together, pray together, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and what we're going to do separately. But also that same thing, I think even with like hobbies and outings, you know, like how, you know, what are we going to, are we both going to go, you know, uh, you know, paddleboard in the morning or just me, or are mm -hmm. we both going to, you know, go do a hike or never me or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you answer that? And then I'll, I'll. I don't know if I have any right uh, answer, actually. But I think it's a really good question because you have to. I don't think there is a right. You have to figure that out in your relationship. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think there's it's a right, answer. right answer. We can just share what we do, but I think that's what, yeah, we're I think different that's what than everyone else. Yes, I think that's what she's asking. There's no right answer, but for mm -hmm. us, how we've tried to process it is you have to know yourself and you have to know your spouse or your, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend. So, I would say for us, um, is she? She said great things to do together. Does that mean like? I interpret that like as calling like calling stuff, or is that just like? eating a good meal <laughs> no, i think it'd be anything she's a great thing okay. and then prefer and then what do you prefer to do alone okay you know mm -hmm. so um i think she's saying like what are things that are great to do together mm. and great to do alone that okay makes, like, make mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. but for growth it's, yeah but then outings you know if i will say like, <laughs> like breaking it's, it down. <laughs> it's very general and i think we can answer however we want okay so um uh yeah what do you think you go first I would say, I think, good question, Amy. I think for us, you just have to know yourself, right? And I think there's a little fine line here. The, the, the point I'll focus in on, I want to hear what Alyssa, Alyssa focuses in on, is like, you have to know what you like, but also maybe, like there's some stuff I think you should maybe do solo, like for like life-givingness. Like I really like woodworking and kind of some of my, and reading books. Like those aren't usually things that like Alyssa's going to be doing with me per se, right? <laughs> but there's also things maybe that I like to do alone or that I more prefer but we feel like it's a good idea for you to enter that world or for me to enter your world. So there's kind of three or four different ways this can play out, right? It's things you can do together that you love, mm -hmm. both. Things that you can do alone. And then there's things that like maybe one person likes it better and kind of pulls the other person into it for like unity mm -hmm. and growth. Mm -hmm. And then that's true, I think, even of like spiritual stuff, by the way. So um, yeah, I think you just have to know yourself. So I would say like, once we're married with kids, so I feel like the margin is pretty slim, you know, once you have toddlers and stuff, like how much stuff you can be doing alone. So I feel like it's usually just a couple things like, you know, working out for me, um, woodworking and like reading. I can't think of anything else I do alone. Can you? Well, you love going to the movies by yourself. Yeah, and going to movies. Yeah, those are like my rhythmic things that like yeah. I'll kind of like if I have time and I can, you know, and I'll mm -hmm. do them. That's really yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then the spiritual stuff, I would say, yeah, like we usually read on our own, like read the scriptures on our own, and then we'll just kind of talk about it together later. But yeah, how would you answer that mm -hmm. or what she's trying to get at? Yeah. So um, I really enjoy my husband and I love Ooh. 
Ditto. I mean, I, don't, I mean, enjoy myself, but I meant like I enjoy you. I just meant I love being with him. I yeah. love doing things with him. I love yeah, that we he's hang out home a lot. during the day. Um, we've been, since it's getting a little cooler in Maui at night, we've been going on family walks yeah. every night after dinner and just talking. And I love that. Or yesterday, I always go on a walk in the morning um, to like pray and process things. And Jeff actually came with me. So that was... In the morning walk, I usually don't do because that's more of a workout like walk, like uphills, I'm like marriage. sweating, yeah. But, but I did it, it meant I did a lot it. to me. So yeah. um, anyway, I really do enjoy doing things with him. Um, I, you know, we work together. Um, and with that, there's like, he does a lot of it, but I do love doing podcasts with him. And, um, you know, we bounce back and forth with ideas for books. I'm trying to think what other things um, we do together. But... We love doing house projects together, actually. So, um, but then we also really love our alone time. And in a way, I feel like doing things alone is healthy for a couple, like studying. I mean, you can totally study the word of God together. That's amazing. But um, sometimes it's really great to study alone too and then come together and talk about it. And I feel like it's just kind of like the more that you're filled up, the more you can pour out. And so, um, or like I really need to be creating things to just be healthy in my mind and my heart. And so I love watercoloring or painting, um, or hand lettering. And Jeff doesn't do that with me, but he makes space for me to be able to do that, which I really love. Like he knows how important that is for me. Um, Oh, another thing we do together is we like to cook together and like bring meals to people. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that totally answers your question, but we do, we wake up early in the morning and we like, don't talk to each other for a couple hours so that we can yeah, read that's usually and pray our most and work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... We're usually alone until like 8 a.m. Yeah. We'll have like a little check-in earlier, but yeah, usually yeah, that. And then lately we'll like have like a five-minute connection in the morning and then um, at nap time or at night we'll like talk for a half hour like, hey, how are you doing? What are you thinking about? What were you, How was your day? How's your heart? How can we be praying for you? So yeah. I don't know if that totally answers your question, but... Um, that's good. Yeah. One more question? A uh, quick one? Well, no, because I think time-wise. But you know what we will do, guys? We will answer it next week. So we're going to do some more Q&A. So Amy, thanks so much. Um, But we love you guys. And we will be back next week with some more of your questions because we only got through two and we got asked a lot more. (laughs) See you guys then. (laughs) 